Welcome to the Gym Life Podcast. Hey guys, it's Mike McElaine. Welcome to the Gym Life Podcast. With me is uh, one of our top athletes, a guy who I've known for many years, Joe Walks, ladies and gentlemen. Joe, welcome, bud. Thank you for having me. I'm super stoked to be on the podcast today. It's been a long time coming, but I think uh, us coming together, we can uh, give some cool value and tell some good stories and give some good insight today. So I'm fired up. No, I agree. And so how this came about, everyone, is honestly, you know, I've been putting up a couple different little clips from some of the other podcasts that I've had. And Joe hit me up last night and texted me. He's like, dude, let's do one. I'm like, yeah. What about tomorrow? And here we are. So Gym Life Podcast, for those of you who've never listened to it, it's about all things. It's not just necessarily the gym brand um, because, you know, the supplement company itself obviously is a business in which tries to, um, you know, make the best quality type of products for the consumers at large. And, and we have a very strong following. And as Joe and I were discussing before, um, you know, what we do here is exemplified through our products and our services in just you know, how we choose to live our lives in producing something that we can be proud of um, in an environment in which we wake up every day and I run to work. Um, so it's, it's about success. It's about failures. It's about how to be a better person, how to be, you know, a, a person uh, who is an upstanding community member, who's a leader. Um, and so all those things. And so if you're looking for things that, you know, you need some information about how to be inspirational or how to motivate, because I think right now, especially in the culture, there's such like a saturated loathing, um, you know, yeah. like, like sense of the world right now. And it's really, it's purposeful in my belief. I think it's a demoralization effort to try and keep people down and not lift people up. And so this podcast is uplifting. It's talking about, um, how people can succeed specifically in the fitness industry, but in all industries as well. And so, you know, I kind of want to lean into that with you, Joe, and I guess I, I want to turn it over to you to talk about yourself. Cause I know that you've gone through a lot of adversity to kind of be not just where you are, but also who you are. And, mm. you know, so I'd like a little bit about, you know, maybe your background and just kind of you talk about yourself um, and, and your story a little bit. So go right Absolutely. ahead. Absolutely. Well, again, thanks for having me. I'm excited to kind of chat. So kind of how I first got in the industry, just like anyone else, I started off as a two-sport athlete. I was playing hockey and football and I was playing hockey continuously on the ice twice a day and I always loved weightlifting because obviously if you train for a sport you're going to be training in the gym so as I continue to train in the gym went to the gym one day um, I was so weak and embarrassed like this always has that moment where you guys go into the gym when you first start your journey you feel discouraged because you, you're comparing yourself to others and that was me I was with my friends I was training and I was just so weak and I was like this is the day where I hit rock bottom in that gym where I'm like I'm going to get in the best shape I want to build muscle I want to feel good I want to feel confident so Started taking the gym more serious around like 16-ish years old. And I got to a point where I loved the gym so much and some of my sporting team started sucking. So I'm like, I'm going to try to go all in on this like lifting stuff. But I'm like, I started, I got like some trainer at the gym and I was asking him like, how can I take to the next level? He gave me some basic meal plans, started eating like a beast, putting on muscle. And I'm like, what can I do to get to the next step? Because I'm very competitive. So I don't want to just aimlessly go throughout go throughout life without a goal. I always want to be working towards something coming from that athletic background. So like, I want to do a show. So I did my first bodybuilding show at 16, fell in love with everything in the process of just developing your physique. And throughout that time, I just have the mindset of, I want to be the best at whatever I do. Like, I just want to absolutely be the best. So ever since kid, as soon as 16 those days, I was on YouTube, like we talked kind of before our chat about, 
bodybuilding.com, YouTube, following like Jim Stefani, all these big athletes and brands where I can learn and absorb information. I was watching videos all day just to learn as much as possible, try new workout techniques. And as time gone on, obviously I developed my physique. I started getting into fitness modeling and I got into some acting. My first ever big kind of thing, I was flown out to New York City with my agent to do casting and stuff like that. So that was my first like real experience where I'm like, whoa, like you can actually live your dream. All this stuff is possible as long as you put in the work. Started doing that. I got on social media. I got my first sponsors. And that's when social media was really having it's like uprise in 2018, 2019, 2020, when it was like really blowing up where everyone was trying to get on there. That's when like fitness was really hitting the wave and then COVID hit. But during that time, I was with brands doing all my social media stuff, building my coaching business. And kind of throughout the years, I was with a few supplement companies and then I found Gym Supplement Science, you guys. And I know I always knew you about your products because obviously you guys are in GNC. I mean, I'm, I'm only 23 now, so I'm still a youngster. So I mean, the products have been in the game. I know. I just look older. Present myself different. <laughs> oh, but that's why I don't endorse my age. Because sometimes, you know. but um, okay. look, I mean, ha- having having a uh, a mature persona, um, but a young number in terms of the age, I think is is something to be admired. Um, Thank you. And that's so- that's the thing. Like when I got into the industry, I think my first time I signed with a brand was like. 17 years old so like being around older people and like actually being in the industry so young it's like if i wanted to be the best and be at like a higher level sooner then i had to present myself differently i had to present myself as if i was at that level and it's all how you present yourself your persona what you bring to the table so i always made it look and feel and do whatever it takes so i'm supposed to be in that room you get what i'm saying and that's kind of what's matured me and got me to the places I am by just experience. And that's why I always say like age does not matter, especially nowadays. Cause it's like, for example, my best friends, I mean, I have best friends. If I'm 23, my, some of my best friends are anywhere from 40 to 55 years old that I hang out with on a regular basis. So it's, but it's like, all that matters is that you guys have the same things in common. You're working towards the same goals. You motivate each other and you're all hungry to be the best versions of yourself because you're all about who you surround yourself with. So being in the right environment and like, for example, me aligning with the right environment, being with Jim Supplement Science, we all have the same beliefs, what we stand for, especially when it comes to brand message and how we fuel um, ourselves, the products and just what we stand behind. It's like you mesh together and that's how life, you'll grow way faster if you're surrounded by the right people who are all on the same mission to achieve that same end goal. So that's how I feel like that's definitely got me to where I am, just being surrounded by the right people and continuous work ethic and uh, just continuing to never have that never quit mentality. So when you when you started looking at different brands to kind of associate yourself, um, because there's there's a unique story I think with, with you and, and our brand too, um, about how we actually were working together doing some good things and then, um, you know, transition away and transition back i mean you can tell the story which i think is 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 fine but like i'm more interested in why you know like like why did you first align with us and then um you know and and i'm very open in terms of like the transparency of everything you know i could i'll tell you you there's no point to lie no exactly i'll I'll be honest with you you know there's some flavors that we have of our own products which i hate you know it's just some people I hate freaking the uh, the black cherry, right? So if people ask me a question, I'm just going to give them my honest response. You know, um, yeah. Some people love that flavor. I freaking ah, I, 
it's not not for me. Orange mango though? Yep. That's a good I'm trying one. it today. It's in the mailbox. I gotta go grab it. Oh, you haven't tried it yet? No, so I'll send you guys a review. So if you guys are watching, oh, this, dude, I'll no, yeah, because we need it. Social yeah. media. Dude, honestly, it is like I don't even know how to explain it. Um like OJ, maybe. Yeah, and I yeah, I'm just I'm a huge citrus guy, but this is yeah, I mean it's it's amazing. Next level. Uh, <laughs> so so why so you get in the fitness industry, obviously a young age, and um, you start with a brand. And then how did you kind of come to to initially get started to do some stuff with us? What was, what was it about that decision that kind of made it something that you're like, okay, like I'm going to go ahead and start working with it with, with this particular brand, Jim? So um, the reason why uh, I was with um, Raw and Revive Nutrition, and as you know, recently, they've kind of had their big outbreak because Chris Bumstead, the face of the industry, comes in, takes over the company. Of course, it's going to go to the top, you know, but that's that's a whole other story. But I was with them and like the kind of brand behind the scenes fell apart a little. Like we didn't have athlete manager for a while. So I kind of just felt like I was just a, like a floating figure, like with no direction. I wasn't a part of a team. And when I looked in the gym more, Obviously, I knew a lot of your guys' products. I checked out the social medias more, and I realized, like, I feel like I bring a different persona and just a different vibe. Like, I don't feel I'm very different from other people, but I felt like I'd be a good fit with you guys because I feel like I'm more of that bodybuilding athletic background, but also voice. And from what – when you this was when you guys were first starting to launch your athletic Yeah, we did, we, Kevin I, think Lowe. You, I think you were our very first athlete. Outside of Kevin Lowe. Yeah, that was outside well, of yeah, Well, Kevin, yeah, I mean – there's a unique story with Kevin. I mean, Kevin, we kind yeah. of made, you know, as an athlete to kind of do stuff, but yeah, I mean, there, he and I have known each other for gosh, almost 20 years now. And wait, not that how long, at least he he was working for the brand since you got for the videos. Yeah. Not 20 years. I'm dating myself. Uh, no. So I've known him for about like 10, 11 years. Yeah. He used to be our videographer. That's and awesome. so that's how, uh, and this was even before Jim Supplement Science started. So when Jim and I were just doing things with his website and my own website, Kevin was our video guy. And so there was kind of a history there. But no, you were our first legitimate, you know, athlete that we started in the with. History so, books. Yeah. And 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 you can talk about that too, because I think that there's, you know, with us, I never wanted to have um athletes in the sense of somebody who were like, hey, we're gonna pay you to go ahead and just be a part of our brand and start telling people because i i'm about like what is what what is the difference between our brand and others and and jim what i've realized is that as things have transitioned and we we you talked about when people used to go get fitness information they used to go to the magazines and muscle and fitness and then they transitioned into the websites and it was bodybuilding.com and now everything has been fragmented as we talked about earlier and now people are getting their information from so-and-so and so-and-so. And so Jim has always been kind of been that, that icon at those particular establishments. Yeah. Like if you're, if you're going to go see a concert at the Hollywood bowl, like Jim Stepani was the guy who you would see. Um, now it's like you have all these people outside on the street giving their own concerts. And so the information yeah. is basically loud. It's fragmented. Um, and so you don't know what I, to absorb. Yeah. And so I'm looking at it differently now with the athletes, but I want to be specific about not just getting Why? somebody. Yeah. It's like, and, and mm -hmm. I mentioned this other podcast, which, which obviously you've noted, you know, it's, it's difficult just to say, Hey, I'm going to try this brand because somebody looks good and maybe they're just, you know, Hey, try this. Right. It's the why it's why are they, and I want our athletes. I want people who are associated with our brand 
to truly understand to where I could literally give them, you know, pro gym and be like, why is this different than every other protein in the market? And they can easily tell me like that because there is a difference in which is going to make a difference for the people who buy. And that's why we use the products. Right. Right. So I guess Uh, my question again is like, how did you start with us? Why? And then, you know, what did you see? And then, because I know you transitioned away and then you came back. And if you can talk about that, that would be great. Yeah, uh, for sure. So kind of, like I said before, I definitely was coming to the brand because I, I didn't know if you guys had athletes. So I reached out because I knew the products and I knew what they stood for and it's reliable, good shit. Hence why I want to take them on a regular basis and utilize it. Because at the end of the day, I don't care how much money I get paid. I'm not going to take shit supplements. You know what I'm saying? Like right. if someone offered me six figures and it's C4, like no offense, but it's like, I'm not going to take C4 and promote it. Like it's some great high end product, you know, like, <laughs> um, but yeah, I came to the, and I came reach out the team cause I felt it'd be a, a great combo. Cause I love the info Jim provided and just the message and like the backing and scientific proof of the products working and just being beneficial for me too. Like I always loved post gym best bang for your buck. Like you're literally going to save money if you take Boshim because it has everything you need in one dose where you don't have to buy all these ingredients separately. And that's why I love having my clients take it. But uh, I definitely just think our brand is different. And what I loved about you guys, because I've been with a few brands, um, but <laughs> a few, <laughs> but coming to you guys, the thing I love is I've never been treated like actual family. Like being in the industry, so many people are fake, especially like I live at where the fitness industry is big here in Tampa. And it's just like you guys in LA, it's a lot of fake. People have fake faces on. It's like, it's not real. And I come very real and authentic. I'm cold cut. Like I don't hang out with people like separate. I don't like, I'm not here to collab and do all this bullshit. It's like, we're the friends and we just do this shit because we like each other or we don't. And you guys treated me like family. And as soon as I came up for the first time, you guys like were real deal where it's like, no, like we believe in our products because this all that shit is bullshit. Like we're providing real stuff. And it's like this, like saying when it comes to building a business the right way, it's going to take longer. But if you want to take the shortcut to success, it's there. But is it sustainable? No, the foundation is going to break at some point. So for us, I feel like we obviously we are a top brand and we're going to continue to grow. But I felt our message has been impacting so many and really growing over the past two to three years steadily, where now people are catching on where it's like there's bullshit products. And there's top-notch products. And we're going to realize we have top-notch products because the people who we are starting to represent and the athletes who take them and what they do and for top, top-notch top athletes to fuel themselves with the product, clearly it means something. If if Mr. MLB is not using C4, but he's using uh, post-gym or right. pre-gym, you get what right. I'm saying? Because it's more beneficial. So the quality of products, I felt I aligned with your guys' image more and just – I got treated like family and I'm all about how you treat others says a lot about you and you guys treat me like family from the start. And now I'm best friends with like a lot of you guys. I feel like I'm super close to y'all. Like it's brothers and family and like even Luke, how much talk to him Morgan. Yeah. I feel like it's my sister and PK Molnar Mikey. It's like, it's a family and that's how you build a team that's going to be successful and make tons of impact is from your core group. And I think you guys having such a good core group, that's what made me fall in love with it because it's real and not fake and it's not bullshit. And we're here to provide the best and we're not going to lie to you. So I I think that's what really brought my attention in and made me enjoy it. Well, we need it. And, and, you know, we had this athlete call just the other week and I've asked, um, our athlete managers and the people who run the athlete program from the brand side, Luke and Morgan, to make it more about 
information that we can expand. Obviously, there's been, you know, there has been a little bit of a revolving door because even though some somebody might seem like there's a good fit, they just aren't. And the reason why is because I, I mentioned this yesterday with the media guys when I'm saying I don't want people working and being affiliated with our organization who aren't passionate about making sure the consumers have the best because fuck, I want the best. I take my own products. Yeah. Jim takes, you know, these are all his formulas. You know, let's be clear. I did not formulate one damn thing. Um, I just figured out the way to make it um, presentable and, and make the consumers understand what I did. Cause I was a consumer when I was at muscle and fitness as a 22 year old kid. Um, I was very curious and I had this resource, Jim Stepani, who I could go to, to get the information. And I was so confused because everything he was telling me, I couldn't find on a shelf. And I was dealing with all the supplement brands in the industry who were sending me their products and my supplement cabinet uh, in my office looked like a GNC shelf, a mix and match of everything. And, um, and when I would go up and say, Jim, what do you think about this? You know, uh, so-and-so sent me this and he would say, I wouldn't take it. I never connected the dots as to why. So for my own sake, because I realized that I put my trust in my, and I felt like I had the inside track just because I was literally helping all of these brands do their marketing. And, um, and I finally woke up. It's like, you know, when they say you finally see the writing on the wall and you're like, what and you you're almost ashamed in some aspects saying how can I even think or trust or or and, and I was angry and honestly to one extent I actually still am I'm a little bit more poised with it but I I get so frustrated because what has happened is that a lot of the things that were wrong initially in the supplement industry now are kind of coming back and resurfacing because the lack of um you know, there's not this. Yeah, exactly. Uh, often, and, 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 you know, I hesitate to use the term now because it's been completely bastardized by, you know, the, the culture, you know, this disinformation, misinformation bullshit. Um, but it's truly like disinformation purposeful by a lot of these brands, because a lot of these brands that are popping up that you see um, in the social media. Left and right. All the time. What they are, and please understand this, what they are is they are either a former supplement brand owners who had a brand that they walked away from, or they used to run other brands. And then now they're resurfacing or they're former people who used to work, many of them athletes at these other brands. And they're, they're not supplement formulators. I'm telling you the way that the supplement industry works for the most part is if you, it's very, it's not hard to create a supplement company. It isn't, you just need a little bit of financing and you go to a manufacturer and you know, who's hopefully a legitimate one um, with other GMPs and, you know, certifications in the compliance realm. And let's say you want to create a protein. Okay. And you're like, all right, I have X amount of dollars to create a protein powder with my brand on it. 99% of the time, the protein that you're going to get at that manufacturer, because it's the most abundance, they have massive bags and and what 90% of the industry uses for protein, that's going to be what they're going to offer you because it's the cheapest. It's the most cost, the standard of shit. Exactly. (laughs) 
And as, and as these guys who own these brands, they don't give a shit. They don't take it in consideration. So like, oh yeah, I want that protein. Well, it's the same as everything else. And what is that? It's whey protein concentrate. Okay. And it's not that that is a bad protein is going to screw you up, but understanding what it is, is important because what it is, is that it has a lot of lactose in it. Okay. At best it's 80% protein in most cases. That means that the scoop that you have in that scooper, 80% of what's in there is actual protein and there's lactose. And so if you take like multiple shakes, or even if you take one, depending on your sensitivity, you're going to have a stomach problem and gut issues for sure. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, so is there a better solution than that? Yes, there is. It's just more expensive. And that's why people don't like drinking protein powder. A lot of people are like, oh, it messes up my stomach. Then they lose that option. Like they right. shy away from protein in general and then they don't well, get their protein. Exactly. You know? So it's a domino person, So I have a lot of people who come in here in the office, Joe, and they train, you know, and you've been in here. So you kind of know the layout. Um, it's, it's turned into something completely different from the last time that you were here. There's about, you know, 30 different guys who come in here all it's day popping. long. Yeah. And, and there's a couple, you know, there's a one trainer, uh, Tommy Costello, uh, he has a bunch of major league baseball players who come in here. And so it's, it's interesting because these are people who have absolutely no idea about the brand and things like that. And within a week of them just being around here, they're like, I, I know why your shit's different. I know why it's different. And it's things like I just said. So what happens is, is that let's say that particular person who starts that brand, which this is what's happening. They have more margin because they have a cheap product. So, this, let's say I'm only making like a buck or two. Okay. And, and some yeah. right now with protein prices, that's not a very, uh, um, uh, unrealistic. Profit, right? <laughs> In some cases I told you I'm losing money on some of this stuff. Um, which is the reason why rather than devaluing what's in here, we're switching to bags because it's cheaper to put this into a bag, same stuff, put it into a bag for shipping and just the cost. So I'm trying to like make a, a cost adjustment by changing the changing the, the packaging, not what's in the product. Many brands will just yeah. go for the, I, dude, if I put in whey protein concentrate in here, I told Joe, I would make about four to $5 more per jar, but I would be screwing you, the consumers. We can't do, I couldn't take my own product. In many ways, out. more than one. Yeah. And and, and, and that's, it's a harder road because this is the same price on a shelf as our competition who's using the cheaper stuff. So what do they do? They have the money to then go find a hundred athletes, you know, that who aren't like Joe, cause Joe's not the athlete I'm talking about. Okay. Let's, I want to be clear with that. They find a hundred athletes who have, you know, hundreds of thousands of followers to push a narrative and push a message with their product and their branding, not talking about the product, but just saying, Hey, I like this. Use my code to get 10% off. Okay. The difference with our athletes, because Jim is essentially has always been the face, the athlete of the brand, but he's authentically, he's the scientist. He actually knows supplements. He formulated, he did research at Yale. Um, he wrote about this for 20 years before we ever even had a supplement brand. And so understanding that he formulated the products, a scientist who is a guy with a big personality and a big physique and he looks great. And, but he can't be the only one playing every instrument in that orchestra. So my goal is to get people like Joe in 
who Joe can tell you, not just like, hey, use my code walks to get 10% off. That's a value to his consumers because he is in the position to try and educate them about what actually works. Not because he's incentivized just to go ahead and do it to get his hundreds of thousands of followers to, to, to buy something. And in a lot of cases, we're limited based on that percentage of, let's say, incentivized commission that an athlete like Joe might get because the product is there's only so much margin. So that's what these brands do is they they devalue what's in the actual container to invest more in the marketing, invest yeah. more in the athletes. And that to me pisses me off because that's what this brand is up against. It's like, you know, as Joe said, it's a harder road to do it correctly. You know, the hills and valleys aren't as deep. Um, but longer build. Yeah, it just it bothers me because I know that there's an 18-year-old kid out there who's just starting like you were, who doesn't have a resource that he can go to to kind of get through all the BS and say, oh my gosh, because I understand it's confusing. I was at Muscle and Fitness, literally at the center of the universe of the fitness and sports nutrition industry, and I was confused. I can only imagine what it's like for that younger kid. And we need Joe. I mean, we need these people like the Joes and the Amy Mocks and the people who are like, as Joe mentioned, they're not just somebody who's coming in here and, you know, oh, I'm going to go ahead and just, you know, talk about this. It's like they they become a voice of reason and and a solution for the people who are looking for that information. And and that's why having you here, Joe, I want you here for as long and I want to make you a part of what we're doing for a long, a long ball. I told Luke I'm not leaving until y'all come. <laughs> <laughs> no, and, and we hey, we won't quit you, right? Um, and and the thing is, is is you know, I know you started with us as honestly earlier, and we are still finding our feet. This is a completely new endeavor for us. I don't even think we had the athlete uh, software program set up at the time. No, yeah, we were fresh. Yeah, and and so I want to be able to do more things because I think it's important to articulate that message the way that you do and you do it very very well and i want you guys to be able to arm yourselves with the information because i can tell you about any one of our products not because anything other than the fact i've listened to jim and i've understood like yeah that makes sense and because there's so much seat time i did not know a damn thing when when we started this brand not one thing when it came to sports nutrition formulas or, you know, the, the, the doses and the synergies and the ingredients yep. and the forms and all that stuff, but it's been and realizing good from bad. And then you start right. learning about and the good exactly. and realizing and, that's bad. Yeah. And this is after 10 years being in the industry mm-hmm. and, and then saying, Jim, why don't we start? Like when he and I started this brand, Joe, honestly, dude, I couldn't, I, I'm not even joking. Hand to God. <laughs> Jim had, it were bags back then because we launched with bags. We had a bag of pro gym and we're sitting in his front yard and I'm like, okay, dude, like this was company was formed. We're launching products. We had a bag of pro gym. And I'm like, why is our protein different? I'm an owner, you know? And I looked at you. I'm like, why is our protein different? Tell me that why. It's- the question sometimes you like in reality, yeah. it's like, so yeah. why, how and, are we different? <laughs> yeah. And, and I'll be honest with you. We had a bag of muscle text phase eight. And well, actually a jar because it was jars and we had a bag of pro gym. I'm like, 
tell me why these are different. And he did like that. And I'm like, so you mean that has lactose? Like, where? I'm like, okay, Jim, so I'm a consumer. I walk in to a GNC. What do I look for? I'm like, because it says 24 grams of protein here, 24 grams of protein here. Like, how do you know? That's all people think. That's like really all they're looking for. Yeah. And he goes, under here, it says ingredients. If you see whey protein concentrate, that tells you that is a type of protein, like a type of gas. And that's what he said. You have 87, 89, 91. You got a Ferrari. What are you putting in it? I'm like 91. He goes, well, wouldn't you want to put in 91 octane protein in, in your system versus 87, especially if they're I the same price? on that the other day. Yeah. And so, but that's, that's how it, we have to win. And it is a slower because not everybody who buys your product, and this is, the, this is the struggle even internally, because I have it with some of the people who are here. They're like, well, Mike, not everyone's going to hear that message. I'm like, it doesn't mean that you don't say it doesn't mean that you make that your ethos about yeah. like this in particular category. It has to be that way because it's it will get up at some point. That's how we won, you know, but that's why I love having you because you, I've watched you articulate a message that's authentic and you can tell when somebody's just completely selling and versus yeah, dude. taking. Yeah. There's a difference and in and selling and believing. <laughs> yeah. Like we've had a couple people in here and it's, like, I wish that you were literally in the office with me every day. I mean, the stuff that we could create would be amazing. Um, It'd be nuts. Yeah. But, you know, because we've, we've had people come in and I'm like, all right. It's like the first time they're in here and, and the guys get frustrated because I'll try and take two hours explaining this. And I'm like, does it make sense now? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, what do you, you know? And they're like, yeah, I'll you go to, you're like, ready? Action. You're like, dude. Where'd it go? <laughs> I'm like just three hours into it. And it's because they don't, it's not their fault. They, they, they never got it. But even then, I don't know if they truly believe it or accept it because they're like, oh, well, who are you with before? Always oh, with so-and-so brand. And I'm like, okay, like, like we just, we just got, I don't know if you know this. Um, uh, you know, um, uh, Isaiah Miranda. Yeah. And, and, and Mark, uh, was, you know, they, they have that. Like, he does the, the, the yeah, I think stuff. he does the skits with him. Yeah. Yeah. Does it? Yeah. Mark. So we actually got, got them on board. Right. Um, so they're with us now. Um, they've been shooting here doing their content for like a year now. And, um, cause I want them to focus on kind of like shtick stuff that gets the message across in there, yeah. you know, yeah. um, like, you know, Mark's like, yeah, you know, I could go and, you know, hey, bro, I'm doing, you know, some whey protein. I say, oh, you don't want to take that. Let's go concentrate. Oh, it doesn't protein's protein. Then him squatting and, you know, shitting his pants and doing a skit about that. Yeah. Uh, I think it'd be funny. But um, absolutely, they're the perfect example because they've been in here for about nine months now. I've never, ever, ever once tried to be like, hey, you guys should come with us. You know, you should because they were actually with doing stuff with another brand. Um, but shooting in here and in uh, Isaiah was actually the one who's like, can I show your protein? I said, yeah, sure. And he's like, oh my God, I feel so good. And I'm like, do you know why? And it tastes good. And it tastes good, right? And so, for, and he, it clicked. He's like, holy shit. Cause he couldn't take the brand that he was with. He couldn't take their, he's like, yeah, he's like, what the fuck's in my stomach? I was going to say that half yeah. these people don't even take the brand they're yeah. signed with yeah. because it's shit and they just want the money. And then they sell it to these people. And that's how fake this industry is and what people right. don't see. And that's yeah. what we're trying to expose and bring that's light what I'm to trying, the yeah. people. 
and that's what I was trying to say. It's like having athletes is not a bad thing. It's how you use them. It's like, you know, yeah. having, having anything it's, that could cause havoc. It's like being it's, responsible what is your brand for. Right. It's, 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 and, but we need, we need, we desperately need like clones of you. Um, because you get it, you know, you, you get it and you have a great way to, um, basically just get people to understand what you do. I mean, what, what, how, how do you do that? You know, I guess it, I, um, so the easiest way, especially with my content, like I post like daily fitness videos, like gym, like that's, I always tell people I'm the younger extension of gym. And I think that's why we all connect so well is because gym provides quick tips that solves myths and debunks bullshit to help people understand, Oh, this is how I'm actually supposed to do it. So I don't hurt myself. I do the same type of thing. We just produce different content, but you got to realize like 99% of our country has like a seventh grade reading level. So if you try to talk using the lat Dorsey and like all these scientific terms, like no one knows what you mean. So you have to dumb it down for people to understand. Like if you take this product post gym BCA, you're going to have better performance, better recovery. It's going to help your stamina and you're going to be able to build muscle or recover better. It's like, because X, Y, and Z, and you can either take this and save money and buy all in one, or we can go buy everything separately. You're going to spend more money and we have to make our own concoction or you can just get it right here. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, I, just dumbing it down for people to understand and realizing like yeah. you need this cause it's going to better your health. Yeah. And if you don't want to better your health, then don't take it. But don't you want to be healthy? Right. And, and, and using what you just said, I came up with something <clears throat> which I'll kind of give to you. Um, I was having a conversation with an athlete the other day and uh, I had, you know, pre gym and I think it was um, another pre-workout brand. Uh, starts with a, a G and goes, Ooh. I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, oh, we won't go there. I think I know. <laughs> so I said, here's the difference between our product and their product. Right. And I'm like, this one is like buying a flashlight. You go home and it works. This is like buying a flashlight and its battery is not included. It's like, you still need the batteries to make it work. It's just, they didn't include them. Right. And these are the same price. And I'm like, so any brand, and this is what kind of pisses me off too, is that now what companies are doing, I swear to God, in the pre-workout space, Joe, they're saying, well, your pre-workout shouldn't contain creatine or branch chain amino acids because they're not acute. It's like, got it. But are, do you take creatine BCs? Well, yeah, but you don't have to take them for a pre-workout. It's like, Got it. So you're not going to include them in your pre-workout, but you're going to take them at another time of day. Got it. So 99% of the people actually consume products. There's two times a day when they're going to take them before and after workout. That's the most optimal time when they're thinking I'm going to take something and you're not putting in branch chain amino acids or creatine and putting out a narrative to your consumers that you don't need them because they're not acute, but they do increase strength, energy and endurance. And oh yeah, that's right. All the other nutrients that are in that product have nothing to spike insulin levels to drive in the nutrients to the muscle. So that makes total sense. Oh, or is it because branched chain amino acids and creatine are about 40% of the cost that's in here? They're expensive. You buy a buy creatine monohydrate right now, just creatine monohydrate. First of all, creatine monohydrate taken by itself won't get into the muscle. You need a cofactor. 
taking creatine monohydrate or any form of creatine, you must have, must have something that is going to spike insulin to drive the creatine into the muscle. It's got to open the door. You know, it's basically if, if, if you're, if there's a party of muscle and you got creatine in line to get in, right. You got to have leucine shitload of dextrose or sodium to say, Hey, creatine's on the list. Let's go. So that's the reason why BCAAs, BCAAs are in pregym because there's an energy uh, performance factor with um, BCA, specifically valine. Valine bro- blocks tryptophan, which is the, huh, I'm tired, like after eat turkey, you know, you get tired. Mm-hmm. So it gives you energy, but leucine holds the hand of creatine to drive it into the muscle. The reason why brands don't put them in their pre-workout is because the pre-workout industry is now going backwards to where they're now about, oh, you want stimulants, you want focus, you want, no, you don't. You want energy. (laughs) And even with the pump, it's like you still need something in there to spike insulin levels, to drive the nutrients into the muscles in order for them to do their job. So that just goes to show how what you're saying is so true because the entire industry is now built off of caffeine and stimulants and these influencers just taking pre-workout going crazy and like they follow yeah, it's like, oh, I need like i'm trying pre- to get crazy they're they're right they're trying see the problem with the pre-workout industry back in two from 2010 to 2013 until pre-gym came along think about this okay and i'm not going to name drop but it, it, the products that are classified back then are starting to classify themselves as pre-workouts now. They're they're not pre-workouts. A pre-workout should be what what why do I want a pre-workout? I want to increase strength, energy, endurance, performance, and pump, if you want to throw that in there too. Okay. But performance is part yeah. of that. So what am I going to take in order to kind of like give me those tools I need to hit those goals? It's like I want to do legs today. I want to do legs. Got it. Am I going to fucking do shoulders and bench? No, like that, that doesn't make sense. Not that I want to do legs. So what are the exercises that are going to hit legs? Better to have squats and leg press and leg curl and lunges and leg extension, right? Like things that yeah. are focused on the legs. So if you want ener- if you want energy, performance, strength, and endurance, stimulants don't do that. They don't because stimulants give you a quick high and then crash, right? Yeah. Nutrients nutrients is what does that. So there's nutrients. Is there caffeine in here? Yes. But caffeine is in here because caffeine has some of the most legitimate research to increasing strength. That's the reason why the Olympics is kind of like, they're allowed to take like caffeinated products. Regulations. Yes. The regs over there because caffeine can enhance strength and performance, right? Because you're, it wakes the body up a little bit. And so, pre-workouts should contain nutrients that yes, beta alanine. And that's a bit, and that's one too. It's like the argument on some of these brands, I literally heard people and I'm not going to name names. because I want to start a fucking social war, but they say, well, we don't have creatine or, or, or BC or creatine or BCAs in our pre-workout. No because, one does really. Right. But they have beta alanine. What fucking sense does that make? Beta alanine it, it's like creatine. It loads over like 28 days at a, at a, at a two, at a two to 3.2 gram daily dose because beta alanine, it's a saturation. It's just like creatine, like over time, your, your body 
like builds up to increase carnosine levels. Like it doesn't happen acutely. But the reason why they want to put beta alanine in there and try and load you up with beta alanine is because beta alanine does, as a byproduct of taking it, does cause paresthesia. It does make you feel something. So that's the reason why they'll include that. But then, so the real benefit of beta alanine is not the acute paresthesia. It's yeah. the buildup of increase of muscle power over time because carnosine uh, levels are up. Like They're creating feel-good products now. That's that? what the industry is. They're creating feel-good products and not That's efficient fuel products. That's but like doing. I said, everyone's so misinformed and the right information isn't out there. And that's why no one has any clue. So then they look at us like, is it worth the extra $5 for this one or no? It's well, just, my goal is when we say like giving people keys to understand what the difference is with the products. For instance, Pro Gym, what's the key? Look to see if your protein has whey protein concentrate in it. If it does, fine. Just understand there's a lot of lactose in there. Your stomach's going to end up hurting you, okay? At some point. <laughs> At some point. And also, number two, this is a blend of slow and fast digesting proteins. That basically gives your body, when your muscles are doing anything, it needs fuel, and Joe knows this. So you want to create that anabolic window. Right, which essentially is keeping muscle protein synthesis going. Right, you want to spike the insulin levels. This is the reason why, like Joe, in case he's probably eating, he has a cycle of eating schedules. Yes, yes. Right, he's trying to stay anabolic. When you're not, you go catabolic. So when you so take you a protein, yeah. So when you take just like a whey protein only, um, it it just spikes insulin levels, feeds the muscle very quickly. It's a fast digesting protein, isolate or even concentrate, very fast digesting. So you have a very short window of muscle protein synthesis, the muscles being fed. So that's the reason why by adding a slower digesting, you're extending that window. Whereas you get the initial spike of what's in here, followed what's by, needed. yeah, followed by a slower digesting protein. It's continuing to feed the muscles with the most abundant source of fuel, which is protein for a longer period of time. It's why protein blends research shows is actually better than just a straight fast digesting protein, like a whey protein concentrate or even a whey protein isolate. Um, but that's, that's the difference of protein. What makes this real difference? I just tell people, Hey, look, if it doesn't have the five must have ingredients, which are written on our front of the label here. These are if every pre-workout. Yeah. If every pre-workout had those five the industry would be a lot better off. And I'll be honest with you. Um, and there's a story behind them, but you know, if somebody tells me, Hey, I'm taking cage muscle, I guess anything I am like pretty fucking good. That's a great brand. Yeah. There's a history there, um, with us and them, but, um, but from a product standpoint, you know, consumers don't give a shit they about do pretty well. Yeah. But like, it's, it's a good product. I mean, <laughs> the formula strangely yeah. is pretty much identical, but it's another option at least that sits on the shelf to where somebody pulls that down. I had a good buddy um, who was like, he's like, yeah, you know, I try this pre-cage. What do you think about it? I'm like, I can't say anything really bad about it. I mean, there's, there's maybe one or two things that Jim has some issues like the niacin in there. It's not necessary. Mm -hmm. They put it in there just to have you feel it. But overall it's got everything you need. It's got amino acids. It's got creatine, hydrochloride, same one we use. Ironically, it's got betaine, it's got citrulline, you know, it, it, it's it's a good pre a hell of a lot better than ninety percent of the other shit that's out there. 
So there are things in order to try and understand as a consumer, if I want a pre-workout, what should be in there? It's like, if I want to do a leg workout, if Joe puts me through a leg workout and I'm paying Joe and I'm like, Hey Joe, what are you going to do today? He goes, um, and do, uh, two sets of one on the leg press and we're going to do two Just sets of three on the calves. <laughs> And that's a pretty good, I'd be like 10 sets of leg extension with caffeine. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, dude, that's not going to do it. And that's what these brands do. They, they, they pick the cheap stuff and they put it in there with not enough of what is of the cheap. Yeah. Stuff. Where they just can say it's in there. Yeah. And so we call that, there's a term for it that Jim came up with. It's an, an abbreviated formula, which means they have some, but not all. Maybe they it's have not all enough but to not be enough. effective. Right. Exactly. It's, it's, they pick and choose. And I'm telling you the way it works is because when they look like this right here is it's expensive, especially with the cost to give you an example, creatine hydrochloride, which is in here. Um, there's only one supplier in the U S who you can get creatine hydrochloride from it's concrete. Okay. So if you have creatine hydrochloride in your product, it has to come from Vireo systems and the cost of that one ingredient because of COVID and supply and all that stuff has tripled, tripled. And creatine monohydrate has tripled because the supply chains, that's the reason why these new supplement brands starting their pre-workouts don't have creatine in their product because it is actually creatine monohydrate, excuse me, creatine monohydrate has quadrupled, quadrupled. And that's why nobody was restocking creatine. Anyone was stuck on the ships. So when you see all these other brands, everybody's 100%. out of stock and they couldn't even get the off. ingredient. So and how they couldn't do they afford it? Yeah. They either couldn't afford it or they couldn't get it. So if I'm a new brand coming in at that time, trying to do a pre-workout and I can't get creatine, what am I going to do? I have to justify the position where you don't need it. Oh, you don't need, you, you don't need creatine. Of course. Of course. You got no other choice. I get it. But that's the wrong type of information that you're peddling and out the there wrong to approach. a kid. Exactly. And then a kid comes to me and goes like, well, why do you have creatine in there? I literally had athletes come in here who were with other brands be like, so um, why do you have creatine and BCAs in here? I'm like, because I include batteries with my flashlight. <laughs> I think it's badass, to be honest. Pre-Gym is a pretty badass product. It's a great product. To think that any human could take a pre-workout and get what they need. Like a normal everyday gym goer, that's pretty badass to think about. You're just paying a little bit higher quality for, I mean, it's great. Well, yeah. Well, I appreciate it. So what, so what is up with Joe walks now? What is your goal um, now set out to be? Okay. So I was actually talking to Luke about this the other day, but I'm, I'm a big, I know I'm young, but like, I'm just so grateful for every day and I value each day and I really try to live every day like my last. And my true goal, like I wake up every day, I prayed about it. My goal is to help impact and change as many lives as possible. And I realize bodybuilding and competitive bodybuilding is what's gotten me to where I am today. I mean, and I would sacrifice grinding so hard coming up to get to the spot I am now. And recently I was trying to prep, trying to prep and Going through prep, obviously, I started to slack a little bit in my business and I felt like I was just doing the bare minimum instead of giving more. And in reality, my business and coaching, like that's what matters to me most. And like bodybuilding, I know I'm very genetically blessed where I can do really good in the sport. But to do really good in the sport, 
and it's just not optimal for your health long term. And if I'm here promoting health as wealth, promoting the best supplements because it's healthy, what you need, I'm not, I don't want to be the person to go put stuff in my body and represent that image wrong. And it's like, I think you should, I'd endorse health, not like doing things that are going to bring your health down. So it's like, I just felt like me personally, I love bodybuilding. It always gets me to where I am, but I feel like I'm retiring for now and I'm going full in coach mode. Like I just want to be the best coach. I want to be the best example for the fitness industry. I want to stay jacked and lean year round and promote functional training. I can move, I can run, I can sprint, I can jump. I'm lean and jacked year round and like be an advocate for the health because coming up always my inspiration was Steve Cook. I felt like he was the best All-American. He was with Optimum, just like the superstar bodybuilding.com. He's a good guy. Just an all-star superstar from a kid like me watching him. And like, that's the approach I want to go with. Like, I want to be like, I want to be a fitness guru. Like Jim was coming up. I want to be the new fitness guru that provides the best information you go to learn. He provides you the stuff dumbed down so you can understand it. And it's a guy that walks the walk and is a true inspiration to to look up to because I feel like with all these influencers, I'm young, I'm the same age as these people I'm talking about where I'm just like, this is not what you should be doing, snorting pre-workout to be funny and calling out the bullshit or the people that like aren't natty and like calling it fake. It's like, that's cool. Like, yeah, that's being real and calling out the fakeness, but I'm trying to be true inspiration and help change lives and actually be someone to look up to in a role model that and just promote overall health and wellness. Because I believe with all my clients and everyone I coach, it's not a comparison game. It's not about like looking super jack and rip because looking super jack and rip doesn't mean you're healthy. It's about slowly changing your habits, which is going to change your lifestyle. And my goal is to make people feel good, be more confident in their life and just feel better about themselves and promote like that's the good about fitness. That's why we love working out. That's why we love the fitness industry for the camaraderie that it brings. And there's such a bad image where it's like, it's fake, it's blah, blah, blah. So I'm just trying to create a huge team with my clients of camaraderie to bring people together, to love fitness for what it is, and to understand the true benefits it has. And it's not about looking crazy ripped and jack. It's about feeling good, being able to work out, feel more confident in yourself, and just live your life and live as long as possible. Like that's that's what I'm trying to endorse and bring to the industry. It's really refreshing to hear you say that because it's very easy for people to be a critic. Yes. Nobody ever erected a statue to one. And... Um, and the people nowadays, especially your generation, Joe, need inspiration, not coming from a guy like me, um, you know, but coming from somebody who's actually in it with them. It's no different than having, you know, your parents uh, tell you, don't do this. And it's like, you know, don't touch the stove. You're going to have to find out for yourself. But if it's your friend, saying don't touch it and he shows you his burn mark, you know, you're probably going to learn from him versus listening mm-hmm. to your folks. It's like I tell my wife, you know, I tell my wife something that doesn't even resonate. And then she reads it in a magazine. She's like, Oh my gosh. I'm like, I said that. Like, I know, but, but you got to fuck up to learn. And you do, but, but they need an inspiration. Um, this generation I think is missing inspirational people. And you see, people trying to provide that and then other people trying to be, Oh, I follow so-and-so. He's so inspirational. Um, but they need somebody through who's actually in it with them. Not somebody who's like, again, like me, I can be an inspiration in terms of like, you know, like trying to 
craft the and message. And yeah. Stuff. But they need, they need a young, they, they need a young advocate who's in the same pool that they are doing it while they're doing it. It's harder for somebody who has done it like me, right? Who has done it to try and tell people what to do. It's easier yeah. for people to kind of like, it's, it's like a general at the top of the hill telling the troops what to do, but they're more apt to listen to the guy who's in the foxhole with them, who's leading, mm -hmm. right? And that's what this generation needs because of all the stuff in the culture, all the things that are going on. And you know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. They need somebody who is going to represent a positive aspect of how to win, how to be successful. And, and as I mentioned in my other podcast, success is, should not be driven because of money, should not be driven because, look, the one thing that you, you know, there's a thing that you can't take to the grave and you can't take a U-Haul. So it's not about what you have. It's about being happy. It's about the legacy that you have with the people who you surround with and how they remember you. Um, don't pursue. And what you say? Sorry yeah, to cut you off. I want no, to jump in ahead. on the success yeah. because I was watching that clip and you're like, success is not the guy with the Ferrari. It's like, and at the end of the day, if you have a Ferrari, guys, you can still be super broke because you're paying just to drive that car to look like <laughs> rich. When in reality, you're not. Welcome to Los Angeles. But um, <laughs> welcome to your favorite influencers. That's what happens. But yeah, like success, like I, I was thinking about that after watching that video and it's like success to me, it's definitely not a money image. Like imagine like you grow your business very huge and like that's awesome. Like money comes with it, but like true success is the impact and life change that influence. Like so when you're gone, what do they remember you at? What did you do? Right. Like that's why I say, I posted it that I'm like, Love your life, love every day, record everything, document everything, because no one's going to remember you if you don't. You know what I'm saying? So like yeah. putting out that good into the yeah. world and just continue, like every day I post something motivational on Facebook and I just drill content, value, education. So it's like I can be remembered as something to influence and help and impact and change because it's like if you're not doing that, it's like what are you really living for? It's like right. people are going to remember how you made them feel. Right. Not how much and, money you made. And I would, I would offer a, a last bit of, advice for anybody who wants to hear this is that, you know, I train, um, there's about 12 kids, my son's age, they're all his buddies football. here on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Yeah. So they, they're football baseball. So I'm having them do some functional stuff just to learn how to move correctly. But it's more than just about that. It's about like life lessons about how to be a good man, about how to be a leader. And you said about something about recording each day. I have all of them. I bought them all journals. They have to write at them every single day. It's so important and it is a lost art. The greatest leaders, especially of this nation, all kept journals. Any person who has a legacy, yeah, write about your, even if it's like a paragraph, write about oh, it. Oh, yeah. It will How change you your life. I promise you. It sounds stupid and be like, oh, write about your day. I don't have a diary. Diaries for you. Yeah. No, write about it. George Washington wrote in a journal every day. Thomas Jefferson wrote in a journal every day. Benjamin Franklin wrote in a journal every day. Ronald Reagan wrote in a journal every day. Like, you know, and, and I know those are, you know, people in the political sector and, you know, who founded the country, but I look to those people because I think that this country was founded on divine intervention. And I, exactly. and some of those guys are my heroes, but do that. I promise you, I promise you, if you make it a habit, It'll give you balance and, and talk about like what you learned, what you could have done better. It'll help you the next day. Absolutely. So I, I agree with that, Joe. I'm really glad that you brought that up. 
And I want to follow up on that journaling and journaling. Like that's why, especially like coming from like an influencer athlete standpoint with what I do, trying to spread out our message. And even with the brand, if you have ideas, write it down. Like when I wake up in the middle of the night or right before I'm going to sleep, I have so many ideas in my head where it's like, I just wake up and I jot it down because I don't know how that can help someone if I post it six months from now, or like, you don't know who's going to see your stuff. And that's just another thing. Post and don't care what people think and just provide value, write down your thoughts because the littlest stuff that you may feel like is stupid or it's not gonna get the likes and views, you don't know how many people are helping because just because someone didn't message you say, you have helped me so much, doesn't mean you're absolutely changing their life day in and day out in the dark and you have no idea. So that's why I put out good. And you have to be careful too about having the reactions from people when you do put yourself out there, whether it's through social media or anything like that. Because once again, there's a, um, I'm going to leave you with this because I do have, uh, I do have to run here. I have an appointment here. Um, make sure and be careful about how the critics influence your core values of who you are and your opinions of not only yourself, but just life in general. Um, it's a lot. It's the rule of my minority rule. And Vince Andrich, our chief brand officer, reminded me of this. Yeah, exactly. The loudest people in the room are usually the smallest group of people who have an opinion. And a good buddy of mine just the other day was talking to me about, you know, something I'm not going to get into who he is or anything like that. But he was he was struggling because he was getting a lot of flack for something that, you know, they wanted him to change um, uh, an organization that he was pretty much running. Um, change the name because they didn't think it was all this, you know, new school. Yeah. Yeah, Right. And he's like, you know, I just, what's the big deal if I change the name and all that. So he's kind of struggling back and forth. Doubting himself. Yeah. And I said, look, I said, stand on your principles because those people complaining, I said, I'm telling you right now, you have a brand and people recognize what this brand is. And if they hear in this community that you change because there is a, minority opinion about it it's like oh, another one by you know you would get they want yeah you, exactly you would get more of a silent reaction and people would honestly not lose respect for you but, but be like god why didn't he had the opportunity to stand firm and he did not mm-hmm. and um and because of that he stood firm and uh and it was a, it was a super super um proud moment i think for myself Absolutely. just because i'm like oh my gosh he he held firm and for him too he felt great about it so in in adversity when people are just it's very easy just to kind of like make it stop make it stop make it yeah. stop make it stop make it stop that's the point don't do that forget about this stay focused here and then right and that's it. what makes you better when all Absolutely. the bullshit, you need to stand strong in your firm day. Absolutely. Absolutely. You can well, outro us? Yeah. Listen, man, I really appreciate it. I could talk to you all day, man, but I do have an appointment coming up here in just a few minutes. Um, so thank you again. Let's do, let's do this again. I think, I think you and I uh, should not just be sequestered to just one uh, podcast. I think it needs to be kind of a routine thing. I enjoy talking to you. Many different things we can do. So thank this you so just- much. This was just getting warmed up too. We didn't even get into topics where you can ramble. We had it, right? It was me talking about what a damn protein ought to be, right? <laughs> hey, it's content and people, it is, people it is. enjoyed it. it. Got some value. 
Well, listen, guys, uh, once again, thank you if you are joining us and listening to this and made it all the way through the hour and 20 minute long podcast that we have here. Joe Watson, I want to thank you so much. And thank until next time, guys, me. this is Mike Mackerlin with the Gym Life Podcast. Take care.